Hello, everybody. Welcome back to this week of Wine and Wellbeing. I'm your host, Mariah. And first and foremost, thank you again. Just want to thank everybody, first thing, every single week, for continuing to support me and support my podcast. And just for all of the super kind words, I appreciate it so, so much. And I feel like I say that all the time, but I seriously do appreciate it more than you know. Every single person that reaches out to me and tells me that they listen and that they can relate, no matter what it is, it just means a lot. So um, thank you. I really appreciate it. And this week, Kyle's back on the podcast. If anybody follows me on my personal page or on Instagram, or if you follow Kyle, then you might have seen that he just did a transformation challenge, which was eight weeks. So he's going to recap that here at the beginning of this episode. And then we are just going to talk about balance and how we try keyword try to incorporate it into our lives and then we're going to read some submissions that you guys sent in about how you incorporate balance into your life so definitely always a work in progress and just anything that we say take it with a grain of salt um we're not experts we, i know we've said that a couple times um before and we say it a few times in this episode but we definitely don't have it all together. We are not balanced all the time. It's always a work in progress. So we just wanted to talk about it with you guys and share any tips that we might have. And then of course, share the tips that you guys send in about how you incorporate balance into your own lives. So we are going to get into that. And before we start, I just wanted to recap bachelor in love is blind because we finally finished love is blind and i believe the finale bachelor is this week which i thought it was last week but apparently it's this week so let's just start with love is blind um first of all the two couples that actually got married so these are gonna be spoilers if anybody actually watches love is blind and did not see the end and cares spoiler alert um nick and danielle did not think they were gonna get married but after watching the reunion i actually think they're really cute and i hope they last oh i hope everybody lasts but um jared and iana i wasn't too sure about them either just because it seemed like jared liked to be a little party boy and iana didn't like that so i wasn't too sure and him keeping stuff from his exes and staying in touch with them seemed a little weird to me too but um so yeah nick and i or nick and danielle and jared and ayana got married and they still seem happy at the reunion which is really good to see and i just um okay let's go to deeps and shake okay i've already talked to some people about this and if anybody watched love is blind and you watched the reunion reach out to me because I just could go on and on about it first of all I'm team deeps okay like good for her for sticking up for herself and saying no to shake and good for her for recognizing that she totally deserves somebody who is not going to question whether or not they're even attracted to her and 
the fact that Shake was still trying to celebrate and I don't know like just brush it off or something whenever she rejected him at the altar first of all that was a dick move to begin with and then at the reunion I just was wanting to reach through my tv and like grab him and shake him and tell him to just shut the hell up like I would feel like I was just yelling at my tv and I was like this guy is ridiculous so anyways that's all I'm gonna say on that he's literally insane and I I don't understand his thought process whatsoever but um totally love deeps and are her and Kyle together because he totally like confessed his love for her which was kind of cute kind of awkward like I totally was not expecting that but I'm pretty sure they're together at least that's what Paige told me so I am trusting Paige because she sent me videos so if anybody else knows that for sure confirm it um yeah, it's kind of cute. I think I'm here for it. And who else? Um, Shane and Natalie. I was rooting for them. I was. And I feel like they did have a lot of issues to work through. But I also feel like that fight kind of just definitely screwed everything up. I mean, they'll admit it too, which is sad. But... I don't know. I feel like they were kind of cute together and Shane's a funny guy and I feel like Natalie was good for him. So who knows? I don't know. I wish that they would have stayed together. And Mallory and Sal, they were really cute. I um, kind of sad that they didn't work out either. I don't know. I just, they seemed really, really in love out of everybody. Like if you would have asked me, I would have said, yeah, they're for sure getting married. And it was really weird for him to say no. And, and I mean, from what they show on the show, it seemed like he kind of led her on because I thought he was totally, totally in love with her. So I don't know about that. And Kyle and Shayna, I mean, what a mess. Let's, I mean, they were done from the very beginning. So, um, Bachelor, let's move on to Bachelor real quick. So I love all of the last three girls I do they were all honestly all of my favorites so I'm glad that they're all the last three um Susie Jackie and Rachel love them and Clayton's date with Susie was an absolute train wreck and I totally see both sides because I can totally see how Susie's like, well, if he loves me, then he wouldn't do anything to ruin that. So why would he sleep with other girls if he loves me and he wants to be with me? I get that. But at the same time, you're on The Bachelor and you know at this point there's going to be fantasy suites and you know pretty much almost every single time the guy goes and stays with the girl or vice versa. So if it really was that much of a deal breaker to you, why would you not tell him beforehand? and say hey listen if you feel this strongly for me it's gonna be an issue for me if you sleep with these other girls so I could see how he felt a little blindsided by that but I also totally don't agree with the way he reacted to the situation um I think he just felt blindsided and frustrated that he just kind of blew up and got really really defensive over it I don't know I think I'm honestly analyzing this shit way too much because it's a dumb reality show that probably isn't even 90% real I don't know I'd like to think it is I truly don't know but anyways so now um Jackie and Rachel are left and I feel like the finale is going to be honestly just a huge mess I don't think he's going to end up with anybody and I think he just lost um 
all of these great women that were right there in front of him. So, uh, good job, Clayton. But anyways, that's how I feel about it. And I'm still obviously going to watch the finale and I'm kind of ticked off about it because I made it this far and now it seems like he's not even going to end the show engaged to anybody. So kind of pissed off about it, but it feels like a waste of my time, honestly. <laughs> so anyways, that's how I feel about that. And that's really, I mean, that's all the shows I have to talk about. Those are the only two things that I've been catching up on. So, um, in other news, Jet is seven months today, Sunday the 13th. So not like a monumental number or anything, but it's just crazy because seven months, like seven is closer to 12 than it is zero. Meaning like Jet's closer to being one than he is to being a newborn. So it just seems like seven is so much older than six. I don't know. It's weird to me. I also worked on my little podcasting space here in uh, in our house over the weekend. So it's still a work in progress, but I am going to post so far what it looks like. So I'll post a little before and after of what we've accomplished this weekend. And I got to thank Kyle for putting the desk together. And we were trying to put up some of that peel and stick wallpaper and it was just kind of a mess so and I would have probably had to buy two more rolls of it which is crazy expensive Kyle was like it's honestly just gonna be cheaper to paint the wall and I was like yeah you're right so I'm kind of pissed that I wasted the money on the wallpaper that was really cute it was like that opal house brand from Target and it was so cute but anyways I got paint and I painted the wall pink it's like a kind of like a bubblegum pink it sounds really girly but I paired it with this rug and it's kind of like modern boho chic cute I don't know I I think so so I'll just post a picture on the wine and well-being Instagram page so go follow that page if you don't it's at wine underscore well-being and you can see an exclusive behind the scenes no just kidding um but yeah you can see my little podcasting area and it's literally just a corner it's probably like a six maybe like five by five corner area of the spare bedroom in our house because I just feel like we're getting so cramped with everything but hey it works and we still need to get some chairs in there but we got two microphones and in this week's episode we only had a chance to hook the one up because we still needed a USB splitter thing I don't know I'm still learning all of the technical things but we finally got this USB thing. So next week, the audio should be the best it's been so far. It should be. Because we'll have two microphones. Well, to be honest, I don't even know if Kyle's going to be in next week's episode. We haven't planned it yet. But the audio should be great next week. And it's not bad this week either. But we only have one microphone, so we kind of had to share. So anyways, that was exciting. I painted the room today and we got a desk. I got a little sign. I got a rug. So we just need to get some chairs and some cute stuff. But that's pretty much all I have to update you guys on. So I really hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Like I said, we definitely are not balanced 100% of the time. And we are still obviously working on that. So I also just wanted to say quickly that in the beginning of the episode, Kyle's going to recap his challenge, and I guess it's just, the best way to put this is just a little bit of a trigger warning. Um, he does talk about 
certain calories and um, certain numbers on the scale and it's a lot of diet talk so if that is something that could be triggering to you I would say just skip skip through that part um sorry that's nothing towards Kyle at all but like obviously if you know that maybe those aren't the best things for you to be listening to then um just go ahead and skip through and I just mentioned that because I obviously know what I've been through and um some things just aren't great to hear all the time if you're not in the right mindset for it so just wanted to mention that but I really hope you guys enjoy so here we go all right everybody so welcome back Kyle to the podcast hello everyone hello so we're going to start out this podcast. We're going to talk about balance today. Kane wants to chime in if you heard that. Um, as usual. As usual. But we're going to talk about balance. And to start us off, Kyle just finished an eight-week transformation challenge. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. Kyle, do you want to talk about it? Wait, actually, what are we drinking? Now that Kyle's done with his challenge, what are you drinking, Kyle? Well, I had a few of these throughout, but... Because it's all about balance, exactly. right? Exactly. You got to have balance. Um, drinking a bush light right now. Um, and throughout, I probably had a couple. maybe four. Yeah. Four. About but four. That's a long eight weeks. So yeah. Not bad. Spread out. That's pretty decent. Yeah. Um, so I have a new wine this week. It is one that... One of my good friends, Cheyenne, got for me. It's a blueberry wine. I think it's like wild blueberry. And it's Elmo P.O. P.I.O. So, I don't know. It's pretty oh. good. It's it's on the sweeter side. So, we're taking a break from the drier wines. Going back to the little bit of the sweeter ones. I mean, Kyle, you tried it. What yeah. did you think? I mean, I'm not a wine person. I'm not a wine guy. But it wasn't, it wasn't bad. Yeah, it's good. I don't good. like uh, the bitterness. I put ice in my wine, so don't come for me if you hear the ice move. They're coming. Also, apparently you're not supposed to put ice in the wine, but it said on the bottle that you're supposed to serve it chilled, and it was at room temperature. So I was just doing what told me to do, and I put ice in it. need a wine fridge. We do need a wine fridge. We should invest in one. Wine. Put it in the podcast area, Yeah. which is a work in progress. Hopefully that will be done by the end of this weekend. So right now it's Friday. And tomorrow we're going to get snow, so maybe that'll be our work on project. the podcast. Yeah, yeah, it'll be our project for the day. Maybe I can post some before and after pictures on the Instagram page if we get it done, pod, which we should. The pod corner. Oh, I thought you didn't like the word pod. Oh, yeah, don't. Damn it. The podcast corner. Yeah, right. All right. The casting corner. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that like porn? Yeah, except it's a couch, not a corner. Yeah, <laughs> none of that. Okay. Um, so, Kyle, do you want to tell us about your transformation yeah, challenge? Yeah, we'll get into that here. Um, we'll get into that here right now. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say right now. <laughs> tell us right now. Sorry. This is my so, this is my third beer, by the way. So and it was just freshly cracked, so you're and not that far into it. Yeah, throughout the whole challenge, I probably had like four over the entire eight weeks, so... We're, we're feeling it right now, but... Okay, so just give <clears throat> us the gist of your challenge. Yeah, okay, so 
The challenge is run by uh, a supplement company, and the supplement company is Axe and Sledge. And the owner of Axe and Sledge, Seth Ferrosi, started this challenge. He did it last year. Um, basically, it is a transformation challenge, body composition, eight weeks, take a picture of yourself in the beginning. Eight weeks go by, take another picture of yourself at the end. Whoever makes the the biggest change in their body and their physique uh, is the winner. And uh, basically their whole team that they have there at Axe and Sledge goes through all these pictures, all these people that submit each year. Last year I think there was over 6,000 people they said that entered. And they pick through them. I think it was a couple of weeks, and they they choose a winner. And there's a male there's a male winner. Last year there was a male winner, and there was a female winner, and a most shredded. And then this year they so actually, the most shredded is a separate. The most shredded is a separate category. Yeah. yeah that's so for, there's like the transformation. Yeah, the transformation, and then and that has a male and female. <clears throat> yes. And the shredded competition has male and female too, right? Or is that just uh, one overall? It's. Male and female can enter it, and it's just one winner. Yeah, yeah. but the transformation has male and female winners. Yes, yeah. The shredded is one winner. Yeah, the shredded is more like a, a, a virtual bodybuilding competition. And, yeah, the guy that won it last year was friggin' peeled. Like, it was, dis- it was disgusting how shredded he was. Okay, no judgments. Here. No, no. Like when you say it, when you types. no, when you say that in in like bodybuilding terms, like oh man, that, that was disgusting. Like, like oh, disgusting. Yeah, like disgusting. Like when you shredded. say like, man, that was sick. Like, like sick's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, like he was like okay, gotcha. Like you could see like every like his veins were just popping out of like every freaking body part. It was oh. crazy. All but, right, my bad. Okay. Yeah, but so this year he did it again. It started. When did that start? Like mid January. Yeah. I think it was the last week, last two weeks in January. Um, it started, and I kind of thought about doing it. I didn't, I wasn't sure if I was going to do it, and then I was like, "Yeah, screw it, I'm going to do it." And basically, I kind of, you know, I was, I was a little heavy, but not. I mean, heavy for me, but not like I wasn't overweight. But you also purposely put on. Wait, at yes, this point, I, like over yeah. the winter, the holidays, uh-huh. because you thought about doing this challenge, yeah. right? Yes, I did. Yeah. So, and I wanted to have a good starting point. And that was the heaviest I had ever seen you. Yeah. I wanted and to have a good starting starting point to go with, like, basically make it look like I was, I was big and then in the end... You know, have the picture con- to compare to, and you know, be have, more dramatic. Yeah, most um, so a you, drastic enough change yeah, yeah. to where you could win. Yeah, it would uh-huh. be recognizable, not just something like, you know, I lost like two or three pounds, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I decided I was going to do it. Um, I knew it was going to be after the new year, so I started kind of bulking up for over the holidays. Yeah, what better time like, to yeah, do that? October, Eat whatever you want. Yeah, the easiest time to get to get bigger. October, November, December. Plus, I I wasn't doing any cardio or anything like that. In your mass gainer shakes. In my mass gainer shakes before bed. Which so. that's what like at least six hundred calories. Yeah, six hundred calories. You shake. had one of those every day. Every day before bed. In, in like 
trying to gain weight. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's why you did that. Definitely putting yes. on putting on the the pounds, yeah. but uh yeah. So I did that. I got I got bigger. It was it, you know, I put on some some muscle too, I think. Um but a lot of it was fat. Clearly, if you look at the first picture, anybody if you follow me on Instagram can see that a lot of what I put on was fat, but so the challenge started in January and I was 215 pounds when I started, which was the heaviest I'd been since my sophomore year of college um, when I balked the last time. But my last balk was more like uh, beer and fast food and college. College, yeah. Uh, you know, everyone knows who went to college knows how that goes. But um, yeah, I started at 215 pounds and. Off we went the first couple weeks. First couple weeks were weren't weren't hard really. They weren't any huge, you know, cutting out a lot of what do you mean? What? No, I'm looking at you like that because I feel like the second you started reducing the amount of food you were eating, you were like, Man, this is hard. But I didn't do that like right off the bat. All I did was cut out that shake and I just, I was still eating the same things. I I cleaned it up a little bit. I mean, but I wasn't like, I wasn't feeling it till like halfway through. Like when you really started to cut things out? Yeah. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. That's when I got rid of like the peanut butter. Because I remember you just being like, man, I'm hungry. Like you were like, I'm hungry all the time. (laughs) Not all the time, but. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think that really started happening until I started really cleaning up my diet, you know, doing the rice cakes, the the vegetables. I did fish for a while. Fish just... Yeah, we haven't I mean, had that in a no, while now, but we did it, yeah. like, consistently for a long yeah, time. Yeah, I didn't do fish. The beginning. Yeah, I didn't do fish past the four-week mark just because I could not. Like, you eat so much. I'm just, like, I'm not a huge fish person. I mean, I like it, but not every day for dinner. Yeah, so our meals were basically a rotation of tilapia fillets with, like, broccoli and maybe a little bit of rice, and then turkey burgers and... Chicken. Chicken. And, like, with a vegetable. And then we... Yeah, we incorporated some, like... Yeah, rice. But a lot of the times I would come home... Yeah, potatoes. Um, Like egg like an egg an egg or two plus egg whites for breakfast with a protein usually get my protein bar in the morning protein shake after my workout um and you had for lunch well you've always had for a while like peanut butter sandwich and a banana yeah or an apple Apple. and i had my peanut butter sandwich for a while but i drastically reduced the amount of peanut butter that i was putting on yeah, because your peanut butter sandwiches were yeah. outrageous before you actually realized how oh, much yeah. you were putting on yeah, there. Yeah, really, yeah. But Until I saw what a serving size was. Yeah, and then towards the end, you did the egg white oh, bites. Yeah, the last couple of weeks. Instead of peanut butter sandwiches. The last three weeks. Yeah, because like I felt, I mean, like I was losing weight that whole time, but I felt like in order to really crank it up a notch, I needed to cut out that peanut butter sandwich, which was really freaking hard for me. Like... Because it was so routine for you. Yeah. And I replaced it with uh, egg white bites. 
that I made in the oven. Um, in muffin tins? In muffin tins, yeah. And those those weren't terrible. Um, if you like salt, not salt them, pepper. pepper them. Up. Yeah, pepper them up and put, put... like ham pieces Yeah, little them. ham bites in there, you know. Ham bites. Well, they were like little mini ham bites. <laughs> They're like know. diced ham diced cubes. Diced ham, yeah, sorry. Not ham, ham bites. bites. But, uh... Again, you know, the, the alcohol, but, uh... Oh, your two beers? Yeah. Two and a half? This is my third. Yeah, but you're not done with it. No. But, um... I already finished my wine. Yeah, so... Yeah, throughout the challenge, it was it was a lot of. I mean, I didn't track macros. I didn't get I didn't get that serious with it. Um, I mean, I've I've always kind of ate in a way where like my protein's high, like my carbs kind of like mid range, and then like my fats are on the lower end. But um, I've and, and always kind of make sure I'm getting my protein in. So like adjustments to my diet were more like little things like condiments. I got sugar free barbecue sauce. Sugar free everything. Yeah, sugar free everything. Sugar free syrup creamer. creamers. Yeah, because I was putting I was eating rice cakes for like snacks because I couldn't obviously I couldn't eat my ice cream at night or, you know, whatever cookies or little anything I snacked on at night usually it's just like really sugary and sweet and not really good for you but so yeah my snacks at night were rice cakes with sugar-free syrup on them and uh those those are actually pretty good not bad um I, I got used to the diet sort of until like the last couple of weeks it was just so old it was just mm-hmm. like everything was bland everything just all just tasting the same and all my cravings were like really amped up towards the end because I knew I was I knew I was finishing and I was just thinking about what I was going to eat when I was done and like just made me want you know all those foods even more but yeah it wasn't um like I was saying like the diet the main the main big foods weren't like so much a big change as it was like the little things like your sides or um, condiments, seasoning, evening snacks, evening snacks, stuff like that. Um, in the gym, I've always done, I mean, I've always been in the gym ever since I was like 18, 19. I started going to the gym and I've just never stopped. It's just, it's just been a part of my life. It's something that I that I need to do. I feel like every day I feel like I need to do to keep me sane and also i just like staying in shape i like being healthy i like knowing like i'm doing something that's bettering my my overall health and if it's uh, you know making me look a little bit better then that's that's a good thing too but i've always done a monday chest tuesday back wednesday legs thursday shoulders and then friday arms split and i kept on and i kept with that throughout this entire challenge and when I f- first couple of weeks, I was doing cardio three days a week, I think, for about 20 minutes on the treadmill. Just at like a steady pace, getting a good sweat going. And a couple of weeks into it, I started going to the gym seven days a week. 
Um, oh, I was doing legs twice a week up until the last few weeks too, because those are just like a weak, weak point for me, but also like a day where I really sweat a lot. I really burn a lot of calories on those days also. So I felt like it was key to keep that in for as long as I could, but started doing, started doing cardio on the weekends. So I was going to the gym seven days a week then. And I probably started doing that by the third weekend or the fourth weekend. And after that, I got down to, I think I had three or two or three weeks to go. My knees started hurting really bad. I think just from reducing my calories, like not getting my calories in, like my usual calories, my maintenance calories, my joints just started hurting really bad. Um, so my left knee, I couldn't squat and I couldn't really do many other leg, uh, exercises. So I kind of cut that second leg day out towards the end, but basically just, I've, I've never felt, uh, like that level of achiness in my joints and stuff before. Yeah. So just, uh, finished out here this week, finished up on Thursday with my last workout and then this morning Friday we did my my last check-in pictures my week my week eight check-in pictures and sent them in and that was that mm-hmm. yeah so I mean I feel like anybody that has seen your Instagram post I mean I know I shared it on my personal page like my story and a lot of people replied to that even saying like holy crap, that's awesome, you look so good, um, and I do, like, I, I mean, I agree that you look great, and I'm very proud of you, um, like, so proud of you, but I think it's also important to say, which is kind of a good segment into our topic today, about balance, but it's important to also note, like, you kind of mentioned it there, but, I mean, just how it was kind of taking a toll on your body and you were feeling really tired towards the end. Um, I don't know. Like, do you feel like that if you were to move forward and continue to do all of that, would you think that's maintainable for you? No, there's (laughs) no, what, what I got into the last couple of weeks calorie wise. And also, I mean, guessing my, my energy output was far exceeding my calorie input and you know the energy I was taking in the energy that I needed to main to get through my day I was burning all that off you know going to the gym and doing my cardio you know by the end I was doing cardio trying to 45 minutes to an hour every day and I was just taking I was taking a beat and doing that but no this wasn't if I were to keep going with this, this is not something that would be sustainable for me. No, I know there are people though who are freaking crazy and like to look, you know, abs showing year round, like be just like dice to the gills and and no, like seriously, people like dice people to the gills. people will maintain that like year round, but I don't know how they do it because it is just. So freaking hard. I mean, it was hard. It's hard for me. Like, it's it's definitely not something that's healthy for you. And even, like, that last 
the last picture that I put up, like 188 pounds. That's not like, I'm not saying I couldn't sit around 188, like 190-ish. I can, like, I could maintain this and like maybe eat a little bit more, but I would have to do more more cardio. It's just like a give or take thing. You gotta, if you're gonna try to maintain a new weight and try to eat more, like you're gonna have to do more cardio, you have to do more, you have to, you know, put in more time at the gym. Yeah, and eventually then you're, I mean, everybody plateaus and your body adjusts and then you have yeah. to kind of reevaluate the whole situation and maybe like what your maintenance intake calorie wise yeah. at that point, it's something that's going to have to be adjusted again. And like, it just, it's not, I mean, if that's your lifestyle and if that's the way you want to live, then by all means, like go for it. But I feel like it doesn't mm-hmm. work that way for everybody's lifestyle. Yeah. And, I know, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I just know like, People will look at this and be like, "Oh, what, what do you do? What do you do? Like, how do like how do you get down? Like, how do you get down that low? How do you lose all that weight?" And it's like, "Well, what I did was like a very drastic right. change. It, was, it wasn't something like it's not my normal. It's not something that I would continue to do because uh, yeah, it's not it's not healthy. It's not healthy doing what I was doing." The last few weeks, going to the gym seven days a week, you know. To the point of just like yeah. exhaustion. And like the only th- you like, it's wearing on your yeah. joints, your knee, your wrists. Like, you, you're going to have to go to the doctor for that eventually yeah. soon. Like, but, I mean, I think the main thing here is it was only an eight-week challenge. Yeah, it was before it, the challenge. Like, served, like, your habits that you created over the eight weeks served their purpose for the challenge. But ultimately, it's just not something that you can no. maintain for the long run. And yeah. I think that's where it's important to say, like, it's good to have balance. Yeah. And, like, the look, the, like, the look, like, how I look now, is not, it's not even something that I like for myself. Like, I ideally like to sit around, like, 200, 205 pounds, so, you know... 15 pounds heavier than what I am now is usually where where I'm at uh day to day so yeah it's just I had eight weeks I knew I had to give it everything I had for those eight weeks and that's what I did and now yeah like today literally the day after so I put my pictures in this morning at seven and then right after well, I had a bowl of lucky charms mm-hmm. I had my eggs, English muffin. English muffin sandwich with sausage, with turkey sausage. For lunch, I ate an entire Red Baron's pizza, Supreme pizza. pizza. Um, a whole pizza. And then, oh, I snacked all day long. I had I had like Reese's um, for for dinner. I had turkey burgers, but I put them on uh, buns with yeah, cheese with yeah. cheese. Yeah. And then I just ate a entire tub of zebra cakes. Zebra little cakes. Thing. Literally little, finished off the yeah, whole so thing. The, yeah. If anybody heard the uh, the little Debbie, go back and listen to the little. De- you don't have to go back and listen to it if you already listened to it. But if not, go listen to it when we taste tested the little Debbie's ice creams. We still have all of those in our freezer because. Well, I've been snacking on them, but yeah. I can't eat the whole thing. So yeah. I've been waiting for Kyle to help me finish yeah. them. So I've been staring at those for eight weeks and yeah, I just demolished the zebra cake one and oh my God, it was so good. But good thing we bought two. Yeah. 
so it's not like yeah it's not like i i went i went on this as a lifestyle change um i str- i strictly did this for the challenge right. for the 8 weeks i'm not saying i'm going to go back to eating like i'm not going to eat like i did today every day like right. this was definitely a a a reward day see i think that's also important because if you I don't want to generalize and say this is everybody, but it's a very common thing for you, for anybody, to restrict themselves and then later binge on things because you've been so restrictive for yeah. such a while. Or for, yeah, such a while, a mm-hmm. long time. So that's also why it's okay, it's good. It's good to incorporate balance. And I mean, I don't know if I'm sure a lot of you have heard of like 80 20, and that's. I don't, I've heard that being applied to eating, like 80% quote-unquote good and then like 20% quote-unquote bad, even though like I'm at a point now where I don't like to label foods as like good or bad, like food is fuel and that's just that. But I think if you restrict yourself from for so long from foods that your body's craving and like it's – I think of it like, okay, if I – eat like decent amount of like, I don't want to say good or bad, but like if I eat like decent amount of good vet, like vegetables or fruits or like whole foods or something, I don't know. Like if I eat fairly healthy all day long and if I want to have a bowl of ice cream at night, I'm going to let myself have it because then it's like, if I restrict myself, I'm just going to want it even more. It's like you telling a kid that they can't have a toy and then that just makes them want it even more. So in that same way, you can't do that with yourself with food or you're just going to end up binging on it all later. Yeah. So you might as well just start where you're at and incorporate that balance mm-hmm. of the salad and then the fries. Like, yeah. get both. Yeah. It's a lot of, it's a lot of like what, your, what your goals are really with with food and, and your health and, and how you want to look too. Cause I mean, if you say you were in a spot where like, okay, you, you need to lose this much weight and because you are overweight or whatever reason, like you could do like what I, what I did to drastically lose weight, but then how are you going to maintain? Yeah, that exactly. Right? Like if your body's craving something, I mean, so from what I've learned, and I'm still working on this, I'm everything that we both say here. Just to, I mean, take it with a grain of salt. We're not as experts by no, any means. Not an expert on any of this yes, stuff. Exactly, but neither am I. I don't know anything about specific diets or right. But well, I know some just, stuff from like just, all of our own experience and yeah. what we've seen along the way and learned. And, every, and everyone's body is different. Exactly. Exactly. You know. But I personally think and like I said I'm still working on this myself but like if you are craving something you need to you need to eat it because I mean at least for me I found that if I want something and then I say if I tell myself I can't have it then like I just mentioned like I'm gonna want it even more or like even if I don't eat it today then maybe tomorrow I'll still be thinking about it. And then eventually I feel like that just builds up in you until you like just want to eat like all of it. And then you like feel even shittier than you would have if you just like say I wanted an Oreo. Okay. And I'm like, no, Mariah, don't eat the Oreo. The next day I'm like, don't eat the Oreo. Like you're doing a great job. Don't eat the Oreo. 
And then a week later, I'm like, God damn it, I just want some freaking Oreos. Sorry, I shouldn't have said God damn it. I hate when I say that. You just said it twice. I know, it just came out. Say GD. Yeah, gosh darn it. Yeah. I just want some Oreos. I never say God damn it. I shouldn't have said just that. Say it. <laughs> I know, I shouldn't say that. But the point is, if you if you restrict yourself for so long, before I know it, I'm eating a whole pack of Oreos. I would have never done that. But I'm just yeah. saying, it's just metaphorically or yeah. like so like you might as well just eat the one or two Oreos that you want when you yeah. feel that craving come on instead of pushing it off and pushing it off. Yeah. And then you want to eat the whole Red Baron pizza. Yeah. You know, yeah. instead of just having a few slices of it when your body really says, hey, I want that. Yeah. So anyways, that's my rant on that. <laughs> like something like I do from from time to time is, I mean, I, I eat relatively, you know, balanced. I, th- I would say I have a balanced diet. Yeah, yeah. But... Yeah. You know, I don't always, uh, yes, I love ice cream and I could eat every night, but I don't, but I'm not like, oh, I'm not going to eat ice. I'm never going to eat ice cream again. Like, it's so bad for you, blah, blah, blah. Like, because I know I want it. Right. So, like, I set, like, get as a reward, like, oh, I can go three days without it, but on that fourth day, I'm going to eat it. Yeah. And if that works for you, then great. Well, that does work for me. So it's like, yeah. And that might not work for everybody. Like, I didn't have ice cream for two nights, but like, oh, I can have it this night. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of, it's just kind of like that. Like, don't just cut stuff out completely because, you know, it might not be good for you. Add it in there every now and then as a reward for not having it that one night or for not having it for two nights. I don't. This is just me personally, and maybe it's just because of what I've been through. I don't love the word reward because I feel like you don't need to... I mean, okay, say you're, I don't know, you're in school or whatever, and you take a test and you get an A, and you want to, like, reward yourself with ice cream, great. But, like, in that aspect, sure, you use the word reward. But I, I, I don't like using it in the context of, like, oh, I worked out really well for the last week so like tonight I'm gonna have ice cream I don't know or I like didn't have ice cream for the last two nights so I'm gonna have it tonight like if that works for you that's great and mm-hmm. like I said maybe it's just because of what I've been through but yeah. I, I just personally don't like that word what was that been Jet. sorry Jet's in bed you know everybody has their thing that works for them and I think that if you work well using that as a reward tactic for yourself then definitely go for it um but I don't know I just me personally I'm like if I want it I feel like knowing myself I should just eat it because that's what my body wants I mean figure out what yes exactly yeah exactly figure out what works for you and if you know if that works for you and if that helps you incorporate balance saying like oh, I went to the gym every day this week, so yeah, I'm going to have ice cream. I mean, that's great, and I'm not saying don't do that. Everybody has their own thing. So, yeah, I think in terms of eating and food and exercise, balance is so key. Um, I think it's also important to say that, you know, you kind of have to, if you're trying to incorporate balance in your lifestyle, you really need to be truthful and honest with yourself. And if you are feeling exhausted then you are not going to have the energy to do the things that are most important to you. If you're feeling exhausted, say, not even just in diet and exercise, but if you're feeling exhausted in through your, your job, then you're not going to have the energy to come home and give your all, your 100% to 
say, like, your husband or your your wife, if you're, you know, whatever, or your, your child, like, so I think it's important to find those priorities to you and make them, like, your daily non-negotiables in a way. Like, if coming home and having a nice family dinner is important to you. That's your non-negotiable for the day. And I'm, I'm actually getting this non-negotiable from if anybody listens to manifest with Tori DeSimone, um, she just put out a whole podcast about her daily non-negotiables, but I think it's important, like pick your priorities of things that mean the most to you. And that will help you find the balance in your life. Does that make sense? Makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, if coming home and having family dinner is important to you, then maybe you know that you're going to have to leave work a little bit earlier. And that's that's you creating balance for yourself, saying like, hey, I, I need to leave at this time. I can't stay late today because I need to get home to dinner with my family. And that can kind of lead to setting boundaries, too, which I think setting boundaries is so important. So important. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, we we transitioned into full-on balance now. We're done with the challenge. Sorry, did you have anything else you wanted to say about your challenge? Well, I just wanted to say I finished it. And <laughs> okay, so for I feel like, I feel like we didn't know Kyle finished the I feel like challenge. we didn't conclude on it though. <laughs> okay, I'm but sorry. Like, Go back to the challenge. Okay, I just, I just want to say a couple more things. I just had a few more things I wanted to say. Okay. <laughs> okay. I finished the challenge. <laughs> you finished it. I won't know if if I did win or not, or come in first or second or third. It should take them a couple weeks to sort through all the contestants and go through and and. Uh, judge them and figure out who yeah who placed and whatnot and Ryan's laughing at me like for some reason I'm not fucking appreciating it watch the language sorry but uh you said GD that's way worse than yeah I know and I and immediately I regretted it well nobody is going to forgive you don't say that it's all about balance okay yeah well that doesn't you say some bad words and it's okay no you can't balance in all right are we so you, did you finish talking about your challenge? Yeah, it's it, I'm done. I just <laughs> so I know. finish the challenge and we'll know the winner soon. Yeah, hopefully yeah, soon. A couple weeks, probably. Hopefully. But, okay, um, and we'll update you when Kyle wins first place. Yeah, when I win. So exactly. everybody manifest that for Kyle. We'll just tell you when he wins fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah. But yeah, what'd you ask me again? <laughs> okay. Well, I was trying to talk about setting boundaries. Yeah. And especially when it comes to your job. Well, yeah. So something that I can relate to that is um, I work a lot of overtime at my job, and I have the opportunity to do that. I willingly work overtime. Right. I was going to say willingly. I don't have to be there, but I have the opportunity if I want to. And I do. And some weeks I'll work 10 hours, and some weeks I'll work 20 hours, and... I mean, not weeks, but some paychecks, so two-week periods. So some paychecks will have 10 hours overtime, some will have 20 hours overtime. But setting boundaries with that is definitely knowing. I, I know in the moment. So I've worked I've worked a, a lot of overtime, and I've worked, like, a little bit of overtime. So I have, I have good knowledge of, like, you know, what it feels like to work 27 hours of overtime. I know what it feels like you know, working 10 hours, you know, it's way easier to work 10 than it is to work 27. But, um, 
setting boundaries for that. Basically, like, I know working any more than that 27 hours is going to be very rough for me. Just working any more than 20 hours is is a lot for me. But sometimes I do push it. Sometimes I will just keep going because I feel like, you know, I'll push it if I feel like I can. But there are times when I know I I can't and um it's kind of like being truthful with yourself yeah 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 like you have to be honest with yourself how you're feeling in that moment yeah and if you really feel like you just can't push yourself I mean don't don't push yourself yeah I mean I just I don't know yes I get like work hard hustle culture I get that and if you're trying to achieve a goal yeah you definitely want to work hard towards your goal but if it gets to a point where you're not finding joy out of it or you're getting bored or you're just exhausted, yeah, getting I would bored say in those circumstances, like, like that's a, that, those are all signs yeah. that maybe you need to not push yourself. Yeah. Especially if it's something that typically you're passionate about and you find yourself getting bored, then yeah. something's off there. Yeah. So maybe like reevaluate that. Like, I don't know if you ever got bored in the gym and that typically that's something you're so passionate about. Oh, I'm bored. Not bored from the gym, just burnt out from the gym. Well, yeah, like burnt exactly. You're burnt out and what did you just tell me earlier? Next week you're taking the whole yeah. week off from the gym because you're so burnt out from it. Which is very rare for me to right. not go to the gym. Right. Especially so, for a whole week. Yeah. Because like I just said, that's something you typically find a lot of passion out of and happiness from. But that's no that's no imbalance right there. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying, yes. So that's what like, you need to kind of know yourself and know your body and how you're feeling. And it's not even just about going to the gym, but in, in terms of anything like, okay, for all those moms out there, if you, I mean, let's just be real here. If you're being, if you're home with your child alone and you're having a rough day or, I mean, thankfully Jet's been like super good lately and knock on wood, but I don't know, like, if you have a toddler running around at home and you're exhausted and your partner gets home and you, like, did anybody just hear Kyle Burke? Excuse or was that just me. <laughs> Excuse me. You told me I couldn't do that. Yeah, I said no purpose. I've been holding it in the whole freaking time. Okay. But. They're lucky it wasn't big. All right. Anyways, so, like, like, your partner gets home and you're just exhausted. Like, that is a good moment where you can recognize how you're feeling and say to your partner, hey, I'm really needing a break. I'm really needing some me time. That's a great way to then incorporate some balance into your life. You need to recognize those feelings in yourself, I think, and like realize where you're being overwhelmed, like in what areas you feel feel that overwhelmness in. Is that a word? Overwhelmness. It is now. What am, that overwhelm? Would you say that over? Feeling? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't know. But, anyways, know yourself, recognize it in yourself, yeah. and be honest, and then make a change about it. Yeah. Um, you were telling me something about was it Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, in a podcast I was listening to, he was he was a part of it where he, so basically he has these areas in his life that he knows are important to him, and he has a checklist, you know, every day he goes through and he looks, he looks down through this list. It's like his family, his faith, his friends, his job, 
his money, like, like all these, all these things that, you know, mean a lot to him. And he goes through and he, and each day he sits down and he goes through and, and how, how well he, he has a relationship or how well he's handling his money or how well he's handling his relationship with God or whatever. And he goes through and he rates them. And whenever one's lacking, he knows that's an area he needs to improve. So he works on that area Mm -hmm. and, and maybe he, you know, from having to work a little bit more on his relation with God, maybe an area somewhere else starts to like dip a little bit. Then you're like, you got to go back to that one and, you know, work on getting that one back up. And, you know, and and I guess I can, I can relate to that. kind of in a way like balance for me I look at as a day-to-day thing where I like I know I know each day like what I, I guess what I have planned out to do and and what I need to do and I go through and I just make sure like I'm doing those things mm-hmm. like your daily non-negotiables yeah <laughs> I guess balance for me is like getting up every morning at the same around the same time mm-hmm. except for maybe the weekends to get up a little bit later but you know get up every morning do have my breakfast if i have time to read read in the morning your morning routine yeah yeah and that's time for yeah, yourself yeah i guess so i guess like you. so i guess like routine i can tie like routine and balance into like kind of like the same category yeah sort of because like i feel like but, when i'm on my routine then i'm that I'm like balanced, yeah, but not no, that totally makes sense. But not, but like not every, not all the time though. I guess. Yeah, I think part of your morning routine though is having that time alone for yourself, which yeah helps you stay balanced. Yeah, because having alone time is important. Yeah, to check in with yourself. Yeah, or you know, if you journal, then journal or read, mm-hmm. or even if you don't journal or read, like you don't have to do any of that or have a fancy morning routine. If all it is is just sitting down with your coffee yeah. and scrolling through your phone, and if that's what you need to do to help yourself relax, do it. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. You don't need any Not sort of fancy true. routine with journaling for 10 minutes and then meditating for five minutes. And then all I'm going to do a shower while listening to a podcast and this and that, like that all sounds great, but it doesn't work for everybody. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm bad at journaling. I do it when I, I was really feel inclined to, when I have extra time. Yeah. I, I mean, I definitely want to get yeah. back into it, but I mean, just find the things for you that help you feel sane yeah. first of all, and focus on that. Yeah. So you like find those things, Find those things like you want in your day to day, and then I guess balance balance them. Right. I mean, like I just said. So, like we mentioned, your priorities. Management. Yeah, yeah. Time management. Yeah, absolutely. Which that's always seems to be a lot easier said than done. Mm-hmm. But so your daily non negotiables. Like, I guess for me, if I had to sit down and think about it, that would be. Like Kyle said, waking up at a certain time is in order for me to have some time alone. To get everything done. Yes, to get to get things done before Jet wakes up. And if honestly, sometimes if I have extra time in the morning, I'm going to fold the clothes in the dryer over journaling. And whether I make that decision every day or not, I don't know. Like I, I don't know if it's a good decision or not. But for me, sometimes I just feel like the clothes in the dryer take priority over me writing in my journal because then I don't have to do it later. And I don't know. Maybe I should make more time for myself to sit and write in my journal. Yeah. But 
it's tough when you have a kid, especially because the time that you get alone while they're sleeping or the time that you just have to do things is limited. So I kind of want to make the most out of that time when we do get it. But yeah, you want to talk about having your time be limited in what you do every day. Like having a kid will definitely drastically reduce. Yeah. I mean, even though he takes a couple naps a day, it's like you never know how long they're going to be, to be honest. Usually like his first or second nap in the morning is the longest, but it's like, it still kind of varies. You know, you have that time to do what you want to do. You tired. Okay. I can yawn and not be tired. It doesn't really make sense, but okay. Well, okay, it's Friday, so we can stay up a little bit later. Yeah, it's 8.41 on a Friday. I'm usually in bed about an hour before this. Yeah. So. Okay. But, yeah, so, I mean, I would say daily non-negotiable for both of us would be waking up early enough to have some time for ourselves, Mm -hmm. making time to get things done that mean the most to us. So, I mean, for me, honestly, like vacuuming and getting the laundry done, like means a lot to me. Just if I, if I have both those things checked off my list, I feel like I kind of have my shit together. So I'm going to try to always make time to do those. Um, I would love to say working out is a non-negotiable for me, but truthfully, I just have not been motivated to do that lately. But for you, I would say that's definitely on your list. Oh, yeah. Easily. Every day is usually a workout, workout in there uh, during my lunch break. But a big thing for me, I guess we could just kind of like go back and forth. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Big thing for me um, that I think creates a lot of balance is getting things ready at night. Yeah. So that good. in the morning I don't have to. So mm-hmm. like I get I get our coffee ready at night. So in the morning I just have to wake up and press a button. And it brews. And it brews. I get I pack my gym clothes at night. I have an idea of what I'm gonna wear. I what else do I do? I mean, during your challenge you were like, Oh, I was meal, meal prepping. prep meal prepping at night. Yeah, that was a big one. That I'm so glad I don't have to do anymore, because that was that kind of got old. Yeah, just that's that's big um, for me, and you guys can try that too. Like anything that you usually wake up and have to do in the morning, like say you all you overslept a little bit, and you're like, oh, now I have less time to do this, this, and this. Do it at night, like if you can, like if it's something that's. You can you can prepare at night so it's ready for you in the morning like that 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 relieves so much more stress when I when I first wake up in the morning knowing I don't have to get my gym bag packed I don't have to go downstairs and prepare the coffee yeah I mean if you yeah feel like you like showering better no. at night I mean you shower yeah. at the gym but like yeah. I mean, if you'd rather shower at night than in the morning, then shower at night. And then that's one less thing you have to do in the morning. It's just figuring out what works best for you, really. Know where everything's at Mm -hmm. before you go to bed. So when you wake up in the morning, you're not looking for shit. And, you know, just just little things like that. But Definitely helps. Oh, yeah. Like I said, it it relieves so much stress off off me when I first wake up because I know everything's ready to go. All I got to do is go downstairs and make my breakfast, really. Mm-hmm. But, um, 
think if you just, you know, I think making a list of, of things like you want, like, I guess it goes back to the whole Matthew McConaughey thing, like having that, having that, that list of priorities, that list of priorities or the non-negotiables and then just the things that mean the most to you. Yeah. And then checking in on them. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be every day, maybe like once a week mm-hmm. and just, you know, go through and you know, that, that's just a good way to maintain balance. I mean, it definitely Check is. in on your balance. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's something that we do kind of with our relationship, too, sometimes. Yeah. Like, especially we know. when we can tell that, hey, we haven't really, I mean. We always can. Hey, we are guilty of coming home and sitting on, sitting on the couch and with the TV on and sitting on our phones. Yeah. We are so guilty of it. And we know when we do it. We mm-hmm. recognize it. And... Usually one of us will say it to each other eventually and like maybe that day or a little later, like, hey, we really haven't even talked this evening. We've just kind of been on our phones and we do a good job at recognizing that in us. I mean, we're guilty of it too. Yeah. It's hard. It sucks. I really do hate my phone. Yeah. Yeah. I hate hate the fact that we're such a... You know, technology-based society these mm-hmm. days, where you know everything's at your fingertips. It, it sucks, and I and it's almost like you're addicted to it. it yeah, it's terrible. And I do. I used to every now, and I actually am going to be able to now um, go through and delete my social media. I would go through and delete it for you know a week, and then like you know get back on it on the weekend, and then delete it again. But um, during this challenge, I was doing a lot of just checking in and on uh, the Facebook the page. Facebook page, yeah, because there was a there was a Facebook page for the members and stuff, and just go in there and see how everyone else is doing. But yeah, I'd, that's just something that I'm never going to get used to yeah. is the people being on their phones all the time. It's not something I've accepted for myself that I'm just a glued to my phone i hate it yeah i mean that's like another thing about how i kind of set limits for myself on my phone for instagram and i mean i'm gonna be honest sometimes i'm guilty of just hitting like ignore limit for today (laughs) when it pops up they need to make it harder yeah i know i mean really it's so easy to just hit that button and then just say no like literally ignore it but I mean, I do try, and really I only ignore it if there's something that I actually am doing on the app. Like, if I'm just scrolling, yeah, like, I honestly don't mindlessly scroll. I truthfully don't unless I know I have a few minutes left out of my 15 minutes of the day that I'm like, okay, I've barely been on Instagram. It's okay if I scroll for a few minutes. But if I am over my limit, I'm not going to be mindlessly scrolling. Like, I'm only going to go on the app if I actually have something to do, which sounds dumb to say, but, like, I mean, who actually has something to do on Instagram? But if it's for the podcast and I'm going to post something or, like, reply to somebody, I I don't know. Like, for example, Kyle, today you posted your transformation pictures and I reposted them. So I was on there more than my Instagram limit, but I was replying to people who reached out to me about you and – Things like that, I kind of find it okay for me to go over my Instagram limit because it's not like I'm just mindlessly scrolling through the app and looking at people's pictures and Mm -hmm. the Instagram explore page, looking at people I don't even know. But 
there's pros and cons to everything um, in terms of Instagram. But, yeah. And I'm just saying that specifically. But I think depending on how your mindset is and how you tend to choose to look at an app, you can find positives out of it or negatives out of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I try to look at Instagram and I choose to take like inspiration and motivation instead of like comparison and guilt and shame. Mm -hmm. But it's, you know, yeah. that stuff also lingers in the background as well. So, mm -hmm. um, but if that helps you set, set limits on your apps. If you know that your phone is one thing or delete the app, like Kyle yeah. said, just delete it for a week and yeah. redownload on the weekends. I mean, that's always a way to try to balance like, your phone slash social time with your home slash family time. Yeah. You can set downtime on your phone too. Yeah. I don't, I haven't dove into that. I used but... to do that. I used to do that. It's actually easy. It's just in your settings and then you set. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. You set a time on your phone where after, so you say you set it for like 6 p.m. 6 to 7 or something. 6. Well, yeah, but usually it's like 6 until you get up in the morning. Or oh. seven, so that you can't be on it. You can't. Well, you can choose what apps mm -hmm. that um, fall under the downtime. the downtime, and then you can't get on them. Oh, yeah. It says you can't get on until you know a certain time in the morning. And I used to set it for like six thirty until like I left for work, so I know I couldn't be on my phone in the morning when I woke up either. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I found some cheesy quotes on Instagram that have cheesy. to do with balance. And one of them says, okay, this one's the cheesiest, but I'm just going to read it first. Some days you eat salads and go to the gym. Some days you eat cupcakes and refuse to put on pants. It's called balance. Kyle, you have to burp again. It was quiet. Sometimes you drink beer and have to burp and sometimes... <laughs> That's not yeah, <laughs> but um, I think that's just a good reminder that not every day is going to be perfect. I mean, most days are not going to be perfect, depending on what your definition of perfect is. But yeah. if you don't go to the gym every day, that's perfectly fine. It's called balance. I think balance, too, could be like some days you eat cupcakes and go to the gym. And right. some days right. you eat salads and refuse to put Yes. On. No, that's so true. Like, just because you eat a cupcake, it doesn't mean your whole day is quote-unquote bad. Yeah. It, that's, that is so true. Thank you, Kyle, for that point. Seriously, that's, eats, that's so true. He eats a salad and goes to the gym. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, yeah, it's, no. it's so true. Like, you don't have to have an all-good day or yeah. an all-bad day. Like... You can just have days. They don't need to be labeled good or bad. Like, you can go to the gym, and then you can still come home and eat your ice cream. Or you can eat really well that day and not go to the gym. Or you can just eat your ice cream and not go Sometimes. to the gym. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, anything. Yeah. You can just live your life. What I like to say is, like, you never have a bad day. You just have bad moments. Th that's good. Yeah. I like that. Because every day is a good day when you're alive. When you're alive. When you're here. Sorry, I mean to you. But... No, that's true. Yeah. Like, I just think you can do whatever you want as long as it's in moderation, and that's life. So, 
Um, and then there's another one that I found. It said, balance is the key to everything. What we do, think, say, eat, feel, they all require awareness. And through this awareness, we can grow. So I think that kind of just goes back to how I was saying you need to be aware of yourself and honest with yourself. Just try to know yourself the best that you can. And if you know that working up at 4 a.m. is not going to work for you to get a workout in or get your morning routine in, then don't do it. And if that if that's going to stress you out, make you tired, don't do it. If you work better at night, then, and it's not just working out, like work-wise, I don't know, like business wise or whatever you have to do if you work better at night if you're more creative at night get things done at night like and then cut yourself a break during the day you know like it's just whatever works best for you i feel like you go through a lot of phases in life yeah that's so true like this works best right now but it won't later in life it all depends on like what stage of life? What you're stage in. in life you're in, and what you go through. Really, I mean that's also so true. But that's why yeah. it's just good to be aware of yourself. And yeah. I mean, you're never gonna, unfortunately, I don't think, stay stagnant in a certain. No, but I, f- area. I feel like if you if you do, like if you just have the same, the same, like I don't know, I'm getting off topic here. <laughs> no, it's okay. But just like the same thing going on, like over like years and years and years, like you just do the same thing over and over and over again and like nothing like really changes i feel like your life's not very like are you growing yeah yeah but you're like i mean it's not really a good sign to stay stagnant i mean it's good to be i don't know it's okay to have routine and stick it to that routine for a while but then i think eventually if you are wanting to grow something's gonna have to change because nothing changes if nothing changes right exactly exactly um, okay, and then I just have one more for you. Just some, like, quotes for thought here. Um, so it says, The body benefits from movement, and the mind benefits from stillness. So I think that's really key. I mean, it's good to do some sort of movement every day, and it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Like, lately I've really liked just going on walks. Whether it's outside or on the treadmill, I like to just go for a walk. But... And that feels good for my body. And I'm listening to my body and it says like, hey, don't do anything crazy right now. Like walks sound good. So I'm going to do a walk. But then it's, I like just sitting also with my thoughts and trying to, I don't know. I guess I'm one of my goals lately is to just kind of be more intuitive with my thoughts and like sit with myself and be present and actually think about how I'm feeling, what I'm thinking so meditation. yeah, like being still yeah. in that moment, like that quote says. Yeah. So it's definitely good to be busy and be active, and that's again, like you can be busy and active at your job, and that's that's good for your body. But at the same time, at some point during the day or the week, you're gonna have to sit down and just kind of be with yourself and take some time to. I don't know, like be with your thoughts and your feelings and sit with them and just like let it digest and calm down for a little, especially if you have a pretty hectic job. So do you have anything to add on to that? No, not really. Not on that one. Okay. (laughs) I hope everybody can hear Kane snoring on there. Maybe not. 
Maybe not. I don't know. We got a new microphone, so maybe not. Yeah, it's true. We can tell people about our new mic. Yeah. But we only have the one hooked up right now. Yeah. Because we need to yeah, get, like, a USB thing. USB port. So, I think we should just wrap it up here. Um, we did ask people to submit some ways that they incorporate balance in their life. So we're just going to read them off and we will not say anybody's names. So. But you'll know who you are. Yeah, I'm sure you'll know who you are. Um, we can just do every other. So first one is waking up before my family and enjoying my coffee in silence. That's great. I like that one. No, I like that a lot. And I feel like we can both relate to that. That's Something like about coffee in the morning. Oh my god, too. yeah. So I think if you're not drinking it, you better start. Yeah, it. yeah. Um, I, I didn't like it at first. Like for all the people out there that don't like it, just keep drinking it. It'll get better. Yeah. Add a little creamer. Right. Um. Okay. Kane, stop snoring. But Shh, Kane. I think we both can agree with that one. We like to wake up and have some alone time in the morning. Yeah, alone time's good. Um. Someone said, I wish I knew. <laughs> That's funny, but, you know. It's hard. It is hard. Especially, yeah. I mean, this person in particular, I know, has, a, like, two jobs, basically. Yeah. So, that's... You'll figure it out. Yeah, and kids on top of that, and a husband. So, I'm mm-hmm. sure that's hard. Um, and then another another person said, what? You want to read it? Yeah, that would be each other read them. Yeah, we just read that one. So oh. it's my turn. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, another person said, lots of coffee, but for real, let me know when you find out. <laughs> Coffee's key. Tell them your coffee. Okay, start you can... drinking coffee and you'll start you'll you'll start realizing like Yeah. Can you like huh? shove Kane so he stops Kane. Wake Shh. him up. <laughs> We're doing something, dude. Kane, you're not allowed to All right, the well, well, we're wrapping it up here. So Kane's just tired, and I do apologize if you can hear that. Okay, you can read the next one. Going to the gym, setting specific hours for work, setting boundaries. Those are all good things, actually. Yeah. I can relate to all of those. I, I really like all setting of Setting specific hours for work. If you can do that, that's like that's really good. Yeah. not everyone can. Yes, I, um, I really like those. And... To be honest, I feel like one thing that I maybe need to work on a little bit is maybe saying at work. I mean, sometimes we go over like what time we're actually supposed to be there. But I feel like for myself, especially now that I'm at a point where I want to come home and I want to help feed Jet dinner and now that he's eating solids and stuff before he goes to bed, like saying hey like i i actually need to get out of here like when when the day's supposed to be over like i need to leave so i don't know if any of my coworkers are listening to that i i do apologize but i just want to get home to my baby so i need to work on incorporating some some work boundaries into your baby not me and you you're my baby too about kane well kane just sits and snores okay um next one go ahead kyle I don't. My life is chaos. <laughs> okay, well, hopefully you can take some tips from this podcast about yeah. how to incorporate balance. So, not saying um, we we don't experience chaos. Oh my also. gosh, yeah, yeah, we're not like experts like, by any means. These are just some tips that yeah, totally can relate. Um, okay, and next one: working out and reading. Kyle, I know you like to read a lot and yeah. work out. Yeah, reading reading is definitely something that I. I haven't always done, but like I started doing a couple years ago and 
I don't know. Like I like books. I like I like smelling them. That's so reading. normal. A lot of people say that. Dude, sniffing pages? I don't know what Especially it is. Especially good, like not even like an just old, a new book, but an like old one. An old one? Yeah. You know it's like been around for a while. You just and like, like the ones you get from the library, you don't know where they've been. It's kind of like yeah. cringy, but. But you smell it, it anyway and you're yeah, like. Yeah, It helps you like get in. It, if, I'm not saying it for anybody else, but it helps me get into the book more. Oh, like it's when I, totally a thing. And it's like I'm, I'm just like in it. But. Yeah, reading is, is is huge for me, but also like, hey, get a book. It's about balance, maybe, and yeah. read that. Then that'll help too. Yeah, I don't. Laugh You're just reading all of the ones that people are saying. Like, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Um, oh, it's it's fun. It's 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 good that I'm, like people are honest too. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Because it's you know. And I'm not saying we have it all figured out either. We're just oh my god, we don't by any means. A, we don't. We're just trying to give you guys some helpful tips that like yeah, you know we we're still a work in yeah, progress that, that, every yeah, single that day. That we're yeah, you know, we're taking our own advice basically too. We're trying to incorporate all these tips also and help ourselves. Yeah. So and then somebody else said um, Fridays are usually a night for. Her and her husband. Um, Saturdays are typically a day for friends, so that's a good mixture of both. I think that's really important too, like yeah. making time for you and your spouse. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I feel like we can almost kind of relate to that. Usually, Friday nights are nights for like us. Yeah, we definitely. And then Saturday have, nights we have nights for plans. We definitely it's, have better. It's kind of how it worked out recently. Yeah, Fridays are just you know you don't have like to, chill at home nights. You don't got to really worry about tomorrow and then being s- a work day. You know, well, it's not usually work day. Not for everybody, but like for some people it might be. But yeah, you just, it's just more like a chill, laid back evening. Yeah, and then Saturdays maybe we'll have some plans. Yeah, but stay up a little bit later, have a. Yeah, and late as in like nine thirty. That's well, late for us. It's nine o'clock now. And have we're a like, couple of drinks. man. Um, you can read the next one. Delegate one day to do all chores so I have more time to myself with with so and so during the week. With so and so, like her spouse. Yes, with her spouse during the week. Yeah. Delegate one day to do all chores. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I. We usually uh, pick days where we're going to do certain things sometimes, but some days we just wing it, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I feel like for us it doesn't totally work out well to pick certain days. Just it's like when we have time to do it. Uh, Yeah, that's true. We don't really pick days to do chores. I lied. But I like that idea, though. Yeah, it is a good idea. I do like it. Some days we just it's just like be like okay this is the day that we're going to do the laundry and like that that's actually not a bad idea like okay Thursdays it's we'll hard do with our laundry, laundry though, I mean our laundry, laundry, our laundry is like, goes out of control right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like we never stop doing but laundry. like Mondays and Thursdays we'll vacuum the house or I don't know like it would be it would be fun to kind of like set certain days where we do things we should get a nanny okay yeah with what money. Uh, a nanny, like somebody to clean the house. You mean like a maid? A maid, yeah. Okay, yeah, we're not that rich. All she has to do is laundry and vacuum, and Swiffer Kane's footprints. No, we can do that. Okay. Okay. Um. Somebody said schedule time for everything and coordinate with my spouse to make the balance work. Yeah. That's good. I like that. Schedule time for everything. Yep. Go through. Write, like time. Write it down. Time batch things. Yeah. Write yeah. it down. 
definitely let your spouse know, you know, what's going on. That's it's good communication to have with each other. Oh, yeah, definitely. Communicate what's, with each other. Let each other what's going on. Um, you can start this one and we'll go backwards since there's a couple. So. Planning. Plan my weeks and days, including meals, workouts, work, family, and friend time. That's... Plan, plan. Yeah. Write everything down. Again, make sure that you're including all those important things, you know, that matter to you the most in your life. And, yeah, write them down. Certain days for certain people, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like to this person, like... Writing your workouts down is the best way to do, like, that's how I do that, too. Like, I... So that way you're prepared for the week I didn't, and what you're going to do. I didn't do that at first. For years, I didn't work. I didn't write out my workouts. But, like, I ha- I like I start doing them now so that it's almost like you hold yourself accountable when you write it down. Yeah. When yeah, write that's it down, for everything. And, like, yeah, and when you write it down, you see it mm-hmm. better. Yeah. Um, you visualize it. And it sounds like what this person did is she found the things that are important to her. Yeah. And then she planned for them. Yeah. So, I mean... You're more successful when you plan things out. Mm. And then we have a morning routine to accomplish my first biggest, or my few, sorry, morning routine to accomplish my few biggest priorities first. So I think we can relate to that too and just try to like get the big things done in the beginning of the day, whether that's like laundry or journaling or. There's There's just something about to like being up before the sun comes up. Before, before your child wakes up. Before, yeah. Before like your that child. first one we read, it's like yeah. that person said she wakes up early in the mornings before yeah. like her, her family does so she can enjoy coffee and like yeah. silence. Before the sun's up, before anyone else is up in the house. Or maybe it's just you and your spouse and then your kids are asleep. You know, it's whatever. But I don't know. There's just something about the mornings that are, yeah, it's just, it's just peaceful and you just feel like that's when you can get all your thoughts down and everything like that and get your, yeah. get your day planned. Yeah. Um, okay. You going to read the last one? I like this. It's a good one to end on. Last one. Laugh out loud. Consuming content. You didn't need to say that. Oh, well, I don't know. You said read it and I read it. Consuming content that builds me up. Yes. We were talking about that earlier, like mm-hmm. with social media and stuff, like yeah, only paying attention to like, the good things, the things that, you know, pertain to you, the things that matter to you the most, you know, tuning out all the the bullshit that's on social media. Yeah. And, I just want to say something Because you can't, you can kind of like pick and choose like oh what God, you're going to see. You like your for you, you shit. Yeah. Like that's all the stuff like you usually scroll through and, and click on and like and like you can kind of like tailor that stuff to be but what you want it to be. I just want to say too and... I'm not perfect at this, but honestly, exactly, nobody's perfect, but honestly, if you look at your social media, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, I don't I don't know, Facebook, whatever you use, TikTok, if you look at your social media and you get off that app and you feel worse about yourself than you did when you got on, like if you started comparing yourself to somebody or this or that, I don't know, like... Comparison, I feel like, is a big one. But, it, I mean, like like Kyle just said, you can tailor that to what you want. Like, there's an unfollow button for a reason. And if you're consuming content that does not make you feel better about yourself, get rid of it. Like, mm. it's, 
the easiest yet I feel like hardest thing for people to do is just don't look at the things that don't make you feel good. Like nobody's making you follow this person. Nobody's making you look at this content. And if it doesn't make you feel good, then unfollow them. Or if unfollowing somebody is going to make them butt hurt, just mute them or take time off from Instagram. But I mean, honestly, it shouldn't really matter if you unfollow somebody. But I don't really care. Like, if you don't want to see what I post, then unfollow me. I don't care. So that's it. Those are all of the submissions that we got. Thank you to everybody who submitted something. And any lasting words, Kyle? Yeah, so if you guys don't know, I finished my challenge. Kyle finishes challenge in case Finish you guys didn't challenge. know. I can eat whatever I want now. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, just hope you guys took something positive from today's uh, podcast. And as always, have a good week. Yep, have a great week. You're here this Monday. Yep, um, happy Monday. I guess if you guys have any further questions about the challenge how to enter or whatever i'm sure he's gonna do it again next year um just feel free to reach out to kyle if you have questions yeah we'll just leave it at that it was a good way it was it's definitely a good way to like get your ass moving uh at the beginning of the new year oh my gosh okay kane is just snoring so let's just end this right now because he's really making me mad so thank you guys so much for listening i hope you find a way to incorporate balance into your life today this week this month and this year just Every day is a new day to start fresh. So I'm just going to leave you with that and incorporate some balance into your life so you stay healthy and happy and sane and have a great Monday. Make it a great week. Happy almost St. Patrick's Day. And if you're going to drink, just make sure you incorporate some balance and have a few waters along with that. So I thought you meant like you can enjoy it. Beer, liquor. Balance. I'm just saying, if you're going to drink, don't go overboard unless you really want to. I was making a joke. I didn't laugh. So, okay, thanks, guys. Have a great week. See you guys.